0: welcome to the heart of healing the podcast where we explore the transformative power of holistic wellness and spiritual evolution i'm alicia an intuitive integrative holistic practitioner dedicated to guiding you on a journey towards self-discovery healing and empowerment today we will open up space for a discussion about overcoming fears on the spiritual journey We'll explore the common fears and concerns that individuals often face when stepping onto the path of spiritual growth. To those returning, thank you for your continued support. <laughs> and make sure you drop a behind to the comments. I love hearing from you. And to all of those that are new, welcome. I am so deeply grateful and honored for your precious time to be spent here. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button for more content and to support this project on healing the heart. And now to the episode. All right. So let's start by discussing some of the fears that can hinder our spiritual journey. Each of us can and will have a different set of fears and concerns for different reasons, right? And to be honest with you, some of these fears are absolutely your intuition, Okay, and some of these fears are a way for us to not reach our full potential, or at least this has been the case in my experience. I'm sure there are many reasons why fear comes up, but let's hone in on these two. One is your intuition giving you a gentle warning, and the other is your ego preventing you from being able to step into something that might be called for this part of your life. Each of our journeys into the spiritual path will be unique, and it's important to really connect with your intention on exploring and connecting to these unseen and unknown forces within, like our core beliefs, our values, our traditions, and even beyond. Likewise, it's important to connect with these fears, specifically for you to either honor them or to overcome them. So, while I will always suggest that you get very clear on what your personal fears are with yourself or with a trusted advisor, today we will just talk about a few fears that are the most common and some tips and tricks and even concerns I would usually share with seekers and healers alike. Okay. So we'll start with the fear of the unknown. Some of us fear the uncertainty that comes with exploring new spiritual realms. The fear of the unknown can manifest as, as anxiety about what, what lies ahead. And this fear can prevent us from receiving some of the greatest insights, revelations, and healings, but it can also save us from opening up ourselves to negative energies, both lost, confused, and even malevolent. So the fear of the unknown is a gentle reminder that what lies ahead in the journey is truly that unknown. <laughs> Just a reminder, it is unknown. And that is okay. Um and I, and I find it fascinating how that unknownness, right? Like where is the balance? I've I've worked with a lot of people who are like, you know, I I've 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 done a lot of things in my spiritual practices, um that kind of hinder me from from doing this x y and z. I've learned a lot of things in in my own dogmatic belief system. So I was raised in certain belief systems that kind of push me away from from here here and here and what will happen and maybe I shouldn't do it. But there is a curiosity, right? So what we're talking about here is there is a curiosity about exploring the different the different branches, as I have said before, of, of the spiritual path, right? spirituality is the trunk. The paths are the branches to the tree, which then branch out to the leaves. And there's just so many different ways to go about it. When there's a curiosity, it's like, uh, you know, I, I don't really know what lies ahead. And I'm just going to kind of repeat what I said just in a different way. Get a journal out, okay? Write down those fears very clearly. I'm afraid to... Um, get tricked. You know, I'm afraid that I'm lying to myself. I'm afraid that I'm not living up to the, the full potential. Because what I want people to remember is that the spiritual journey is not necessarily getting into witchcraft or getting into Hinduism or getting into Buddhism, right? These are all different branches from the tree. Spirituality is going into yourself and asking that fundamental question of who am I? what do I believe? It's about getting clear on your core values, your morals, your belief systems, and then recognizing which one of your belief systems, which do not necessarily have to be religious, right? It could be about ageism, sexism, racism. I mean, your belief systems are, you know, it it could be your belief systems about money, about relationships, about everything. Anything, your relationships, uh, your belief systems about work, your relief, <laughs> you, right? This is the spiritual journey as well. So I want to just kind of make sure that we're separating the two, but understanding that as you dive deep into who are you and what do you believe, that at some capacity, another question may come up in terms of do I believe in something higher than myself? Okay. But when we dive into these unknowns, even doing the deep dive of, wow, I've been this person, I've believed in this my whole life, what's going to happen to me when I admit or decide to change my belief system? What if I say, you know what, it is okay to be queer. What if I say, it is okay for me to date a person of, of that is not the same ethnicity as me even though my family believes that. What if what if I do decide to say, hey, you know what, this religion doesn't really work for me anymore, right? So we are talking about again spirituality is the abstract part of self that can change course at any time. And what will happen on the other side of us making these choices to change the very core of our belief? That can absolutely bring up a lot of anxiety about the unknown things that will happen in our relationships, in our work, in our community, in ourselves. Um, so for those of you that can resonate with that fear or who have been on the spiritual journey and have go- gone through that, you know, please drop down into the comments, you know, build, building a community in terms of people who can say, yeah, I've been there, and it, and it was very scary. And these are the, the gems and the wisdom that I found inside of that journey. And of course, towards the end of the episode, we'll talk about some of the um, ways to kind of overcome these fears, okay? So we went over the fear of the unknown, what lies ahead, But another common fear involves worrying about how others might perceive us if we delve into spirituality, if we delve into wanting to change. This fear of judgment and ultimately rejection can really take a toll on us and really prevent us from stepping into who we want to be, who we want to become. Um... It can also prevent us from receiving some of the greatest insights as well. Like it can also hold us back from expressing our spiritual curiosity and getting a deeper connection to ourselves and the creator. And we have to recognize that this fear of rejection, oh, it is like one of the main, main fears that really causes us that prevents us from stepping into change. But the fear of rejection, it comes from indoctrination or simply traditions, right? Human beings have belief systems and opinions, ultimately, that have been passed on and given to us sometimes as absolute truth. I know, um, so in, in my experience, my psychic gifts activated at a sleepover. They didn't activate, but I had a, I had a premonition dream right? And the dream was that one of the girls at the sleepover, her mother was pregnant and I had a dream that her mother got into a car accident and lost the baby. And when I woke up the next day, I had told her innocently, I'm maybe nine or 10 at the time. And within that week, she had let me know that her mother did lose the baby just a few days after I had had the or that she had received that news then. And she told me that I was a demon and told me that I was going to hell, which was extremely shocking as a child, right? Like all I did was go to sleep, which by the way, <laughs> they were doing all of the bloody Mary, light as a feather. They were doing all of those things. I did not, I, I'm i a scaredy cat <laughs> to the core. Of me, So I don't participate in things that I feel like could potentially happen. But it's funny how they were all like building up all of this energy. And I have the dream. And I'm demonized, even though I didn't even practice anything. <laughs> it was just my gift of the spirit that went off. But nonetheless, as a child being told that... I'm a demon and that I'm going to hell, it really stuck with me and it really hurt my feelings. And if for any reason I would have stuck with her belief system, that I was that, right? The spiritual journey is who am I? And if somebody comes to you and says, you are going to hell, you are a demon, and then I accept that belief system as my own, then I would not be here today. If I would have accepted that as my absolute truth, I would not be here today. Releasing that judgment, that fear of what she and many other people thought about me has not only allowed me to find God, it has allowed me to feel safe to live, to be who I am authentically and to make better choices for myself. It also helps me understand people better, to understand others. Because now I'm not judging me, so now I don't have to judge you, and I'm not here claiming to be perfect. <laughs> I'm human. I'm only human after all. There's absolutely still dogmatic belief systems that I'm switching in and out stories that I'm telling myself and having to, to rearrange, because that is a part of the human existence. The storytelling, the belief systems, it's all real. But if I would have continued on that path, I would have been filled with self-hatred because the more I got to know myself, the more I realized that they believed that God designed me to go to hell. Like that was my design. It's like, Oh, I made her just to have these gifts and to be hated. So she should hate herself. (laughs) She should judge herself. Right. And it's the judgment that turns into all these other things. But once I realized, um, that I didn't have to believe that and that I could go on my own journey in terms of what I believe by going down the spiritual path and release that fear of being demonized and release that fear of being rejected by my friends, my family, etc. When I did that, I was finally able to hear the voice of the creator of God and to be a servant to all that is, to all that is love, to all that is truth, you know? And it is a continuous journey. I'm not at the destination. I'm continuously unraveling myself, questioning myself, et cetera. And, um, you know, what I've learned is ultimately no one will ever agree entirely with what you do in your life. And as I've said many times before, I just, I really believe that the spiritual path is about your journey with the creator, all that is, and you. And, you know, I hope that people are always connected to hope, beauty, love, and healing in whatever branch of the tree of spirituality works best for them. Because ultimately, love is what we're looking for. Connection is what we're looking for. Intimacy is what we're looking for. Um, Mm. And that's so sacred. Let me get off my pulpit here. So let's go with the last fear that we're going to talk about today. So the last fear that I have listed, which is, again, one of the most common, is the fear of losing control. Many fear losing control. (laughs) Me many fear losing their sense of control or or self-identity in the spiritual journey. And it's crucial to understand that spirituality isn't about losing control, but rather gaining a deeper understanding of oneself. And that is not to say that you can't lose control, right? When you start breaking down these belief systems, it's, it can be difficult to start integrating these new possibilities for yourself you might want to keep going back to these old deeply rooted patterns of behavior. Um, So uprooting them and realizing that they're not true. You do kind of lose a sense of identity. It's like, wow, it's not that. Then what is it? Right. What, what is this? What is this? What's going on here? But that's not what it's about. Okay. There are ways to stay rooted and grounded inside of this journey. Um, which go beyond just the tools and trips of overcoming the fear. And, you know, if you are looking for tips and tricks to kind of go deeper and how to stay grounded inside of the spiritual journey, you can always feel free to work with me or with a trusted advisor or mentor on that. Now, fortunately, there are several strategies to overcoming the fears and to take meaningful steps on the spiritual path. And the first one that I am absolutely the most passionate about, being somebody who is so... I just love education, right? Is that education and understanding. Education plays a crucial role in overcoming fear. Because by learning about different spiritual practices, and notice I'm not saying religious, I'm talking about practices like Reiki, yoga, breathwork, crystals, burning sage. These are just some, some of the examples, right? Um, holy water, like... Um, you know, the, these are a little bit more religious in nature. Journaling, therapy. Some people would think therapy is like an absolute no, right? But just we're just trying different practices. When you learn about these tools and their benefits, when you educate yourself on why people do this, what are the benefits, what are the risks, educating yourself, you can actually ease some of the fears that are rooted in just genuine and general misunderstanding. Remembering that knowledge is a power that can really reinforce why we don't want to do something, or we can use it to open us up to new possibilities. This is saying, um, okay, so, you know, I wanted to understand why people burn sage. I researched it. It's talking about like negative ions and positive ions and like there's actually like this science to it. Um, Other people are talking about other things. I get it, but it's, that's just not for me. That's not how, I don't like the smell of sage. Like that's just not for me. I just don't want to invite that into my life. But I do understand the process. Like I get it. I just disagree and it's not okay. Like it's not uh, my thing. Not for me. Okay. Love that. I love that education is able to reinforce. Yeah, I looked into it. I get it. Not for me. As opposed to that is summoning demons. That is the devil's work. That is all these things, which if you did the appropriate research, you would find something different. You might You might find something different. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm just saying you might find something different, right? Now, another way, that might happen when you do the education is, oh, you know what, I never thought about it in that way. It's an interesting perspective. That's a very interesting perspective that I did not know about. And I'm kind of curious to know more. I don't know if I want to try the method out myself or just like talk to somebody now that I have an understanding or maybe watch another video on it or subscribe to a podcast about it, right? Um, But yeah, I'm open to kind of understanding a little bit more now that I've my toe into understanding what in the world people are doing here. So just know what I'm saying. Education, what I'm what I'm simply offering is a strategy. Education is a strategy that opens us up to understanding things, which then can ease away some of the fear and the judgment. Okay. So another tip I would highly recommend is like mindfulness and self compassion. Mindfulness techniques can Really help us manage fear and the sensation of anxiety. Uh, there's this quote that says, "Depression comes from living in the past, and anxiety comes from living in the future." But all that really exists is in the present. This, this to me means that dwelling with things—I'm sorry—dealing with things like that are right in front of you, and not trying to project what's going to happen. Right? We talked about the fear of the unknown. We talked about the fear of rejection right? We don't know necessarily how people are going to react to things. You might, you absolutely might, <laughs> right? But the fear of that doesn't necessarily put you into a space to deal with the problem, right? Or to deal with the discomfort, I would prefer to say. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, well, this is one of the big lessons that we work on, right? Trusting yourself to handle things that come in the moment, that mindfulness, that being present. So, for those of you that are looking for mindful, mindfulness tools and maybe need a little bit more support in that, I do have an eight-week coaching program. It's uh, blue. It's a eight-week blueprint to living with grace. Okay, and basically, what it does is help cultivate mindfulness and self-compassion to overcome not just things that might come up in the spiritual journey, but what might come up in the journey of being human, okay? Additionally, cultivating self-compassion is a powerful tool and it allows us to navigate the journey with kindness towards ourselves, which then can be given towards others. Just remembering that mindfulness is not a path of excuse, Right. I'm not saying, oh, you're experiencing fear of the unknown and the rejection, do it anyway. (laughs) right? We don't just surrender our life to things that make us genuinely uncomfortable, especially when we can honor the fact that we are intuitive and instinctual in nature. But it is a matter of being present with the discomfort itself and then deciding to make a choice that is best in tune, best for you, that is in tune with that sense of fear, leaning into the fear, not making choices in spite of it or because of it but making a choice that says okay what what what's really going on here what am i afraid of and what's going to what is genuinely going to be the most authentic choice the best choice for me right in this moment this moment not in the future not 2 days from now right not in 2 hours from now right now and being right here right now all throughout the day. My last big tip is um, connecting with a supportive community and just having some people around you. I call them my counsel. Like I'll text my friends. i will be like, hey, I'm seeking counsel right now. There are a couple of people that I can just trust. And the thing that I lo- love also is that there's going to be different people for different areas of my life. So, like, there are some friends I go to about my spiritual walk. There are some friends I go to about my relationships or some friends, you know, like, there are just counsels for different areas of my life. And having these people really do provide me with reassurance and encouragement for me because, like, any journey, whether it's fitness or business, these journeys really do take time to build upon we can have setbacks, we can have disappointments, we can have all of these things that ultimately make us need a push to help us reach our goals. And having, a like, having like-minded individuals around or a mentor or advisor can be incredibly empowering and centering as we continue our search to connect with ourselves and our higher power. But I am also going to stress that having a higher counsel does not mean that they make choices for you. So pick your people carefully pick your mentors and your advisors carefully because at the end of the day it is your journey I will there are many ways to advise and counsel people so I'm not going to sit here and say the best kind of advisor does this right for each of us that's going to look very different but what I do encourage you to remember is that it is your life and It is important to have people around who can encourage you to do what is best for you and not to necessarily project onto you what they think would be best for you. This is, again, why the spiritual journey can be very interesting because it is going to require you to get very clear on what your core values are, on what matters to you, because what matters to you may not matter to the people around you. They may not be their core values. Some people may value financial success and ambition and drive where you may prefer connection, intimacy, relaxation, comfort, like, and and neither are right or wrong ever. It's just who you are in this spiritual walk. This is just the essence of who you identify as. It is the answer to the question, who am I? Right? So just remember in the journey to be very clear with yourself and to align yourself with people who share those very similar goals and values as you. And to take their encouragement as a way for you to dive deeper into you. And again, my advice is neither right nor wrong It's simply my opinion based off of my own experience. right? So, Again, we talked about all of these fears that can come up. And I want you all to remember that it's okay. It's okay to feel apprehensive about starting the spiritual journey. That's normal. And I invite fear and I encourage fear to also be something that you can connect to to help you better understand yourself. Today, we've explored the fears that might hinder us and discuss strategies to overcome them. Take gradual steps, be patient with yourself, and know that this journey is unique for each and every one of us. Remember that facing these fears opens doors to profound self-discovery and growth. Embrace the journey, explore at your own pace, and find comfort in the wisdom gained from overcoming these challenges. In our next episode, we'll explore ethical practices in holistic healing and the importance of ethical conduct for practitioners and client safety. You won't want to miss it, so subscribe to the podcast to be the first to access this episode. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes, where we'll continue to uncover profound insights into holistic healing, intuitive development, and ethical practices. Before we conclude, I'd like to extend an invitation to you. If you resonated with today's discussion and are seeking guidance or support in your healing journey, I'm here for you. I'm dedicated to providing compassionate and ethical healing practices that honor the mind, body, and spirit. So check out www.alishaDunlevy.com for more information. Bye-bye.